We hear a lot about mission, vision, and values when we go to our department trainings or when a new chief shows up. But do we think of them any other time? Or do we even hear them when we aren't sitting in these meetings? Maybe you don't even hear them in those meetings. And if that's the case, then there's more work that needs to be done. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Before you can be a champion of your values, you first have to identify and then define what they are. If your vision is what you want to do, your mission is how you get there. But it's your values that make you unique and set you apart from the other people and organizations around you. In today's episode, we'll review what core values are, how to identify them within yourself and your organization, and I'll give you some steps you can take in order to implement them into your daily life so that you can be the firefighter you would want in your crew, and you can be the organization that people would be proud to be a part of. are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a form dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. All right, guys, I know I've mentioned them before, but here is yet another unpaid sponsor for Chick-fil-A. Um, I know I've mentioned them in other, in other episodes uh, because A, they serve good food right? And B, the way they serve it has gotten them national recognition for their incredible impact on the communities that they belong to. Listen to what they call their corporate purpose. Quote, to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us and to have a positive influence on all who come into contact with Chick-fil-A. Now, did I just read off a list of buzzwords that sound good on paper? Or did I read you a statement that felt like it took time to craft and that the people crafting it made a concerted effort to put their heart and soul into it? Now, there's nothing wrong with having a list of values that you stand by, buzzwords, quote unquote, but they don't mean anything unless you, you act, unless you behave that way. There's nothing wrong with making that list, nothing at all. But like I said, as long as you actually believe in and practice them, if you don't, then they're just wasted ink on paper. For all of you out there who have visited Chick-fil-A, you probably have experienced their incredible positivity and willingness to serve. And if you pay close attention, you'll realize that when you thank them, they always say, my pleasure, not you're welcome or no answer at all. It's always my pleasure. They want you to know that you aren't putting them out by asking them to serve you. 
you're literally helping them fulfill their organizational purpose in being a, quote, steward in all that is entrusted to them. Now, when I read that off, when I read off that corporate purpose, did you hear anything about chicken other than the term Chick-fil-A? <laughs> to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us and to have a positive influence on all who come into contact with Chick-fil-A. It didn't say anything about serving chicken, did it? No, because their values aren't just based on serving chicken. It's to have a positive influence on all who come in contact with them. As you all know by now, I'm a huge fan of Patrick Lencioni and his approach toward organizational health. He heads up the consulting firm, The Table Group, as in, let's sit around the table and hash this out. He wrote a book back in 2012 called The Advantage, and in it, he lays out a framework that I found really practical in identifying what your core values are or should be as an organization. He separated values into four categories, core values, permission to play values, accidental values, and aspirational values. Now let's break each of these down to get a clear understanding of each and reinforce the importance of core values. So let's start with core values. Your core values are the foundation on which everything else in your organization is built. In the book, Get a Grip by Gino Wickman and Mike Patton, it's stated that vision without traction is hallucination. Your core values are what provide the foundation for that traction so the rest of the vision can be built. Not many organizations take the time to invest on identifying their true core values. Instead, they write down a list of buzzwords that they think sound good to the public. It's fake. It's a lie. And the people who work there can see right through it. If the people who are a part of the organization can see through it and know it's a lie, what would make you think that those supposed core values will translate to the people that you serve? It's delusional at best. I have a friend who works for an organization who is currently looking to recruit a new fire chief. And there's been a committee set up to identify values that his organization finds important during the selection process. So like their job is to come up with a list of qualifications and, and values that this person has to possess, right? So when asked, one of the committee members who is a current captain couldn't even identify what the current values of the organization were. His response was, honestly, I have no idea, man. How tragic is that? The people, seemingly randomly, selected to be on the committee to select a new leader of the organization based on values couldn't even say what the current values of the organization were. Unbelievable. Anyway, getting back on track. Patrick Lencioni says, you don't make up core values and hope for them. They're already inherently there. This is a testament to how erroneous and detrimental it would be to fake it. Or worse, steal it from another organization. It's like saying, oh, be nice works for them. We should start saying that and slapping stickers all over our stations. It's not going to work because it isn't organic to that organization. The people won't accept it because it's not real and it didn't come from you. It came from someone else. Again, that's like Ford looking at the slogan Chevy had for a while, like a rock, and stealing it for their campaigns. Oh, that sounds good. Let's use that. Nobody's going to buy it. Everybody knows it would be a fake. Not only is it blatant theft of intellectual property, but it openly says that 
we don't have any clue as to what our values are, so we're going to try and steal yours. What's really ironic here is that organizations that do that type of crap try to convince people that their values are integrity or professionalism, when that's an obvious lie that will not only show your true colors, but will set you back in the eyes of your people and the eyes of the people that you serve. People can see right through that shit. Authenticity rules. To reinforce this thought, in his book, The Advantage, Lencioni says to think of your core values as a few behavior traits that are inherent in the organization. They lie at the heart of the organization's identity, do not change over time, and must already exist. In other words, they cannot be contrived. So, how do we identify and define our organization's core values? How do we identify and define our own personal core values? Well, the process is very similar. First of all, you got to think, what comes natural to you? What values inherently drive who you are? When coming up with the core values of Ignited, I spent some time thinking about the things that I was continually saying in the podcast and to my clients one-on-one. -on -one. The words action, ownership, and brotherhood stood out. These were words that kept popping up. These are the core values that inspired me to establish Ignited to begin with. They are natural drivers of my mission. So what drives your organization? What positive things are your organization known for? Are you innovative? Are you especially active in your community through hosting events and social media? What are the values and behaviors that already exist that make your organization unique and drive your mission? These are the things that have been present throughout the existence of who you are and are present in everything that you do. One way to evaluate if your current listed core values truly reflect your organization is to list the opposites and see which word better describes the situation. So for example, let's use the core values of responsive, innovative, and professional. Okay. These are like kind of buzzwords, just words that I picked. Would you describe your organization as responsive or reactive? Would you describe your organization as innovative or stifling? Would you describe your organization as professional or a frat house? If things don't seem to add up, then it's time to reevaluate what exactly your core values are. Otherwise, you're living in a false harmony that breeds mistrust and extremely low morale. Let's move on to permission to play values. These are the minimum characteristics that people must have to even be a part of the organization. Things like trustworthy, respectful, humble, works well with others, good team player, objectivity, things like that. These are the things that you would think to be obvious. No one should get a medal or special recognition for having integrity. It should just be the minimum standard you'll accept for allowing people to wear the uniform, right? You don't want to have a list of things like 41 core values that say, oh, trustworthy uh, is a good person. Like who wants to hire somebody that isn't trustworthy or isn't a good person, right? I mean, that's kind of obvious. So that's what these permission to play values are. These are the obvious things that you should be looking for in people in general. Moving on to accidental values. These are like the sleeper cells when it comes to values. So this is where you identify the toxic behaviors that have been allowed to creep in over time. Now, accidental values aren't necessarily a good thing. People who've been in the organization for a long time may not even notice them, but the newbies 
will notice them right away. This is what makes Probees an incredible resource in order to identify the negative things happening within your organization. Hopefully, you've built enough trust with them and didn't let your ego take over in that they don't fear retaliation and they don't feel like they can't speak up when they see something wrong. Hopefully, you can reach out to them and ask them what they're seeing to get a better idea. It helps solidify your perspective and provides you information that you can use to make significant changes. This is a great way to shore up those negative things that are deteriorating the place that you love and is causing toxicity. When you let ego stand in the way of progress, then you're doomed for sure. This is the status quo. The situations where people don't take action are the very situations that are deteriorating our relationships, our organizations, and our brotherhood within the fire service and EMS community. Don't be a part of the problem. Be brave. Ask the questions. Put your ego aside. Learn those accidental values. See if they're the thing that sets you apart and makes you better, or if they're the things that are holding you back. Now moving on to aspirational values. These are the characteristics that you'd like to add to the roster in the future. Maybe it's being more objective in your meetings and dealings with each other so that personal attacks don't find their way in. Maybe it's bringing your organization up to a certain level of physical health and performance. Either way, these are the things that you need to work on and improve. You can't just throw some buzzwords up on a document and call them values. If you do that, then your values are meaningless and bitterly ironic. Before you can go out and have an impact on your community, you first got to get your house in order. The idea of ignoring that crucial practice is similar to hiring a housekeeper whose own house is a rat's nest or a mechanic who's got several broken down cars in his front yard. There's no integrity there. And the idea that you can go out and help people in their time of need, all while ignoring the home front, is a recipe for disaster. If you're an administrator or a ranked officer listening to this, then take these things to heart. Your people look to you for leadership. They look to you to set the tone of the workplace. And they look to you to make them feel like an important part of the team. If you shirk that responsibility and push that back on them, you'll soon have a group of people who feel unimportant ineffective, and unappreciated. Keep it up, and you'll have a mutiny on your hands. We all have a choice. We can continue to be ego-driven douchebags who look out only for themselves, or we can be the firefighter that we would want on our crew. If your company officers and firefighters can't tell you what the organizational values are at a moment's notice, then you have a serious problem on your hands. You're allowing your people to swim in murky waters by failing to clearly communicate what should be vitally important to you and openly displayed to the people that you serve. The best place to see values in action is in who you hire, promote, and fire. The people and attitudes you hire and promote send a signal to the rest of the organization that this is what you want to see more of. The people you fire or cut from the academy send a more powerful signal that this is not tolerated. We work with each other for a third of our lives over the course of 20 to 30 years, or sometimes even more. Families get bigger, and some families sadly get smaller. Are you going to gamble your organization's integrity and culture based on someone who doesn't display the core values that you establish? I sure hope not, because what that says is that you're willing to sacrifice the entire team 
the legacy of your organization and the reputation of the fire service for the sake of one. If you want to be a leader of positive change and help instill the values that you hold dear to those around you, then I've created a perfect tool to help you become more conscious in your leadership abilities. It's called 12 Days of Leadership, and it will walk you through 12 days of self-reflection and action steps that you can take in order to help move things forward. I'll place a link in the show notes so you can download it, print it out, and spend some time challenging yourself in order to become a more conscious agent of positive change. As always, thank you for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Please subscribe and share. As we delve deeper into these topics, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. Please feel free to shoot me a message and ask any question you like. I'm building this community for us. One way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. We're brothers and sisters, and we need to do what we can to rebuild the brotherhood that attracted us to the profession in the first place. The only way this is going to happen is through open and honest communication. No topic is taboo. As we openly talk about things and ask tough questions, we give our brothers and sisters power to do the same. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.